What is happening, everybody? Welcome to Harmonic Whiskey Tales, uh, the summary of the Formula One Grand Prix from the French uh, Grand Prix. Um, not the most exciting race in the world, I've got to be honest with you, but um, it was pretty good. I mean, <laughs> obviously, you know, I'm a Hamilton fan by now, so he, he won and kind of dominated massively, um, which... Um, <coughs> yeah, I mean, he, he just completely dominated and actually made Bottas look pretty bad, actually. Like, he finished 18 seconds ahead of Bottas. So I don't know if Bottas was struggling with something or conceded defeat and just was saving his engine or, you know, who knows? Because, I mean, Bottas almost got passed by Leclerc on the last lap, so it was a bit of a tight one for him. So that was a bit weird. I'm not sure quite what happened with that. Um, but I'll take you through the results and then we'll go and summarise what did happen in the race there were some pretty exciting little things happening further down the field, but as a race overall, it wasn't the most exciting, but never mind. So first, Lewis Hamilton. Second, Bottas for Mercedes. Then you've got Charles Leclerc uh, for Ferrari. Max Verstappen for Red Bull. Sebastian Vettel for Ferrari, who also got the fastest lap bonus point. Um, Carlos Sainz Jr. for McLaren. Really good race from him. He just drove a really solid race. Um, and then, um, now this is weird. <laughs> oh, that sucks. So, um, I'll talk you through what happened, but say so Kimi Räikkönen seventh, Nico Hülkenberg eighth, Lando Norris ninth, Pierre Gasly tenth, Daniel Ricciardo eleventh, even though he technically finished seventh, um, Sergio Perez twelfth, Lance Stroll thirteenth, Daniel Kvyat fourteenth, Alexander Albon fifteenth. Uh, not the best race for Toro Rosso, but never mind. Uh, Antonio Giovinazzi for Alfa Romeo. Don't know what happened with him. Like, <laughs> to, I mean, I did tell you the, this was going to happen with with him because of um, and actually Gasly as well because they were on the soft tire, which was going to cause some problems in the race. Um, uh, so Giovinazzi sixteenth, Magnussen for Haas seventeenth, Robert Kubica for Williams eighteenth. George Russell, 19th. Um, so it's the first time I think Cuba has beaten Russell, so good job on that. And Roman Grosjean had to retire um, So on lap 44. So he had a terrible weekend because I think it was his home race. It's a bit of a shame for him, but never mind. He didn't seem to complain too much at the end of it, so I guess that's something. So, um, yes, so the race... Um, Pretty much just Hamilton got a good start and just dominated the whole race. You know, when he pitted, he still came out <coughs> pretty much. In, I think he was, yeah, he just didn't put a foot wrong. Perfect pit stop, perfect race. Even had the fastest lap up until the last lap um, when Vettel pitted with two laps to go and then came in and on the very last lap got the fastest lap. But he only just got it by like two tenths of a second on Hamilton. And considering Hamilton was on hard tyres that had um, had like almost, a, you know, a good, well, two thirds of a race distance on them. Um, it's quite amazing that Vettel didn't have a faster lap. But then he did come back and say that he had uh, deployment issues on his um, electric part of his engine that you can get this like turbo boost and that's worth about 160 horsepower so if you're having issues with that you can kind of understand why he only just pipped him on the fastest lap so um it was literally nothing in it at all like two hundredths of a second or something so yeah mad um and actually the most exciting bit of the race was the last lap lando norris for mclaren had 
some hydraulic issues and he was actually really struggling and if when you have hydraulic issues it's, hydraulics control so much in the car from operating the rear wing uh, drs thing to your, st- your power steering to how your gears change <laughs> like everything basically and he started to lose hydraulic pressure so he started losing power steering and in a car that pulls six g's around a corner and you're doing like 160 miles an hour around a corner without power steering it's very difficult so he, he was getting pretty fucked by that and having all sorts of issues and so right on the last lap uh, uh, Daniel Ricciardo Kimi Raikkonen and Nico Hulkenberg all caught him up and all passed him in one section of the lap it was just crazy and actually Ricciardo went off the track slightly in one corner then on the second corner did the same um, to get past Raikkonen who got past him it was a crazy exciting part of the race probably the most exciting part and the fucking French director who controls the television stream decided to focus on Bottas and Leclerc fighting it out on the last lap and it wasn't really fighting out I don't think he was going to get past but it was very boring and then he had this amazing battle with four cars racing each other for about a third of the lap at least um, just going crazy, passing each other and all sorts, and they missed all of it. <laughs> they just had to watch it in a replay, so it just took the excitement out of that moment completely. So, well done to Mr. French director, especially considering two of the cars were fucking Renaults, and it's a French team, and it's the home race for Renault. You'd think he'd have some sort of a desire to show you what was going on there, rather than some stuff at the front of the grid that's boring. But anyway, never mind. What are you going to do? They fucked up a bit with that, but never mind. Uh, and so it turns out, I think from the look of it, from the result, Ricardo got handed a probably a 10 second penalty at least because he was seventh and now he's 11th. So he got fucked for that. So, But he did blatantly go off the track on two parts of that process of getting past two different people. So he, um, yeah, probably deserved to be fair. So um, he did kind of take an advantage for sure. So... But because all the cars were so close together, it was <laughs> yeah. He just lost a shitload of places, so it's a bit of a shame. But um, so I mean that means uh, let's just go to the standings. Constru- oh fucking fuck off! Stupid fucking loading cunts. Sorry, pop ups, wankers. Honestly, what a cunt. So. Um, brr, 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 brr. Constructors, <laughs> fucking hell! So Renault, who were fifth, uh, because of that result and losing the points that Ricardo lost, uh, they're now eighth. <laughs> it's fucked. It's so close at the top. Uh, McLaren on twenty-two points. Or oh, saying so Mercedes two hundred and seventeen points. Ferrari one hundred and twenty-one. Fucking hell. Uh, Red Bull eighty-seven. So they're the clear top three, and then McLaren on twenty-two. Racing point on seventeen. So that's good from them. I don't get how that happened. Because neither of the Racing Point guys finished in with any points. And after the last race, I'm sure Renault were fifth. So how's that happened? I don't know how that happened. Fucking hell. So um, that can't be right, can it? Hang on. we got to check. I think maybe the... Oh, I've got to check. Sorry, this is very unprofessional, I know. Um, what else happened in the race then? Uh, a few little nice little fights further down the grid. We didn't really get to see much of that. Um, the Toro Rosso is having a nice fight together. I think it was all um, all in good spirits though. Um, come on, you slow cunting internet for fuck's sake. 
Honestly, I've got no fucking patience today. I've, I've had a day fucking with slow computers at work, which just is the biggest motherfucker in the fucking world. It's just unbelievable. Um, yeah, let's just double confirm. Yeah, so Ricardo definitely finished 11th, so he definitely got penalised. Um, let us just go to the team standings and just check that that's right yeah i knew they had it wrong fucking bbc get your fucking shit together your constructors things are completely fucking wrong you've got racing point on fifth with 17 when the actual standings are racing point oh my god it's completely different like fucking hell bbc oh you're incompetent so i'll actually talk you through the actual points that are correct as of the fucking latest race which the BBC are like about two weeks out of fucking date. Fucking hell. So Mercedes are actually on 338 points. Ferrari are on 198 points. God, even that seems like a lot. Fucking hell. Is that right? 338, 198. Red Bull, 137. McLaren, Renault on 40. Renault on 32. Yeah, so that's more like it. Racing Point on 19. Alfa Romeo on 19. So it's really close there. Uh, Toro Rosso Honda on 17, Haas Ferrari on 16, and Williams on big fat fucking zero. Um, so it's still really close between Renault and McLaren. Uh, so that's going to be a ding-dang-do of a fight for the whole season, I think. Who's going to get that fourth spot? So that's going to be really good to watch. And actually, you know, like Racing Point and Alfa Romeo being so close as well, you know, that's a couple of good results for them and a few bad results for McLaren and Renault. You know, it could all jump around. So... Um, unless you're on the BBC side when they've got it fucking four weeks out of date so yeah um, so yeah there, there's that that's exciting driver's standings let's have a look can you tell there's not much to talk about with the race I'm talking about this shit already I'm, I'm only at nine minutes on the fucking thing so I don't know what the fuck I was going to talk about I'll have a rant about some stuff we'll do that um, so yeah here we go driver's standings Lewis Hamilton Mercedes 187 Bottas for Mercedes 151 so that gap is widening Vettel for Ferrari 111 fucking hell that's a lot uh, Verstappen on 100 Charles Leclerc oh Charles Leclerc sorry for you correct pronunciation uh he's on 87 gasly for honda red bull 37 i mean that's a huge amount of points behind verstappen i mean fucking hell pierre gasly you've got to sort your shit out i mean i, I, I know you're young and it's very easy to, to be critical but red bull ain't patient that's the problem and i, I think he's got the talent but he's got a find it quick or he's going to lose his spot which would suck for him because he's got a lot of potential so um yeah anyway uh Carlos Sainz is then in seventh with 26 points Raikkonen at eighth with 19 Ricardo on 16 Hulkenberg on 16 so both Renault drivers on the same points that's interesting Magnussen 14 Norris 14 that's doing good Perez 13 Kvyat 10 Albon 7 Stroll, six. Grosjean, two. Oh, he's had a bad fucking season. Jesus. Uh, Giovinazzi, zero. Russell, zero. Kubica, zero. So that's bad for a Giovinazzi as well. I mean, fucking hell. Um, showing, I guess, the racecraft to get the points. Like, that's so important. Like, you know, qualifying means nothing if you don't get points the next day. So the drivers that are consistently getting points and managing to do that, it, it really makes a difference. I got some water in my I think I had too much dinner. Um, so, <clears throat> yeah, let's just go to the Formula One sporty, sporty page. 
Uh, everyone's talking about Hamilton. I mean, he's getting really, really fucking good now. Like, the worry is for everyone is that he normally doesn't start that well, <clears throat> and then he builds up. And he was talking about it this weekend, saying that he it normally takes him <clears throat> a while to get. And with their car being quite feisty and <clears throat> not the easiest to understand, <clears throat> excuse me, it takes him about. It's a good, like, by the time they're halfway through the season, they've kind of figured it out and they know what's going on. So they can really then start to push and, and they become dominant. But they've been massively dominant already because their car's so much better than everyone else's. And I think Bottas's results in the beginning of the season were down to, yes, he's driving really well and he maybe <coughs> figured out the car sooner than Hamilton. But now Hamilton's got the hang of it. He's going to just... Keep, I mean, I think I said this. <coughs> excuse me, a few weeks back, he's just going to keep getting better and better now, and Bias is going to have to fucking see if he can raise his level. Because if he can't, he's fucked. I mean, I I want to see how dominant Hamilton, Hamilton can be this year. I think that's what is the interest this year. How much can he dominate? How many more poles can he get this year? How much more can he get out of that car? I think. Austria is the next race, which is actually it's back to back weekend, so we'll be back um yeah, straight into it in a few days, which is awesome. Um and it's uh <laughs> yeah, God. It's gonna be interesting there. Then you've got Silverstone, so um which I'd like to see Lewis win. I think Vettel won it last year, didn't he? He just like nabbed it from under his nose. <laughs> he had a much better weekend, but I don't know that the Ferraris are gonna have the um the pace on Mercedes at Silverstone, but they could do all right at um, uh, what's his face, wherever I just said. Um, that's where my brain's a bit frazzled. So yeah, it's um, it's going to be interesting. Going to be interesting. So let's have a little cruisy cruise through the thingies. Uh, let's see what everyone said. Um, bloody bloody blah. Where the fuck is it? Hang on a minute. What they said. Lewis Hamilton. Uh, he says, it's been a really good weekend. I've been racing a long time and it never gets old. And it's such a challenge out there. Uh, and finding the edge and building the gap. We are creating history together and so proud to be part of this team. I am hot. It's a beautiful day and the track is awesome. And there are some and there are some technical areas. Uh, it wasn't easy at all and everything is on the edge. I quite... A, I had quite big blisters on the front two tyres, but this has been the best start of the year. Um, yeah, he's doing really well. Um, Charles Leclerc says, I gave it everything. I felt okay with the car, but the Mercedes were too quick early on. The first run was quite okay, and on the second run I was about tyre management, and towards the end I was catching Valeteri, but there were not enough laps for me to try something. But uh, with where we were on Friday, today is great for us. In the last two laps I was catching quite quickly, Vettel says I finished fifth. Um, the fastest lap was straightforward. It's not the first time we've seen it. It was quite tight at the end. We seem to have a problem with charging the battery in the last lap. Otherwise, it should have been a straightforward race. <coughs> um, we know it's straightforward in terms of speed. We are fast on the straights and not so much in the corners. Uh, this weekend, the biggest aim was to close the gap as much as possible, and we failed. Uh, we have to understand why some of the bits we brought didn't work, and hopefully we can try again on the track later in Austria, that's it, Austria. Uh, next week will go our way. Um, the track here is very hot, and the more grip you have, uh, the more you can look after your tyres, and that seems to be favouring Mercedes more than us. I think he's having a bit of a dig that... Um, uh, that the Mercedes is kind of performing better on the tires at the moment because Pirelli have actually made the tread is thinner on the on the rubber, 
So um, <laughs> it's it's making the tyre, I think, better generally, but some of the, a lot of the teams are struggling with it, except Mercedes seem to be able to figure it, figure it out quicker than anyone else. So um, I think Mercedes are gaining from that but i mean it's one of those things everyone's on the same tire so it's you know you've got to figure it out i guess so um yeah i mean i guess that's what it is let's see this grosjean versus palmer two let's see um (laughs) that's some sort of recording i probably can't play that julian palmer makes his feeling clear after roman grosjean's team radio oh I don't know what that is. Shall we play it? Oh, not available in my location. Oh, fucking hell. That's the whole fucking BBC, basically. Fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> there's an interesting article about... Um, uh, if you go onto the BBC Sport website in the Formula 1 section, there's a, there's an interesting article about how Hamilton is kind of dominating dominata- d- uh, and getting stronger and stronger. And um, The article earlier said he's the best ever, but now it seems to have changed. Um, but he's basically he's going to get stronger and that's what he's come out and said that he's just going to come and fucking dominate so it's like it's mad to hear that so yeah, we'll see what happens there though um, anyway so I think that's about all I can really talk about there wasn't much else that happened in the race I mean Haas are still struggling I don't know what's going on with them Renner and McLaren are looking really good they're really starting to get their feet to just get momentum and push forward and the lesser teams well the teams they're kind of competing with are falling behind so I think McLaren and Renault are really going to be pushing each other on so that's going to get really feisty and interesting throughout the rest of the season so watch that for sure that's going to be really interesting to see where that progresses and what happens Um, I mean McLaren have brought in some new people and they're really starting to um, like Zach Brown who's the kind of head honcho he's bringing in the right people and it seems to be a much nicer environment there now and people are happy and it's um it seems to be going right for them which is good uh so you know drivers thanking the team and the people working back in the factory and all this kind of stuff which is kind of good signs that everyone's kind of working together and supporting each other so that's good and i think the same with renault there they seem to be just focusing on pushing themselves forward and not bitching and complaining so much whereas you've got someone like Grosjean and Thingy from Haas who just bitch and moan all the time you've got well Ferrari are just bitching and moaning and that's the thing with Ferrari they're like they spent all weekend complaining about the last weekend and then they've had a really bad weekend this weekend really kind of not that bad but could have been better and I think I said this yesterday you just got to brush yourself off and get on with it and look to the next race like you can't you know, all the time taken distracting them to, to put this fucking new, amazing new information forward to challenge this re- race result. And it turns out, yeah, so they said, oh, we've got this new evidence and oh, it's all great and all intellectual and amazing. It turns out it was just some Sky pundit off, um, off their Sky Sports Formula One team, uh, Karun Chando, it's an ex-driver. He just had some footage that he was showing and that's what they went to the fucking <laughs> judges with. It was like, what are you doing? It's just like some dude's opinion. It's not like fucking proof. So yeah, that was interesting. It was like, fucking hell, just accept it and head down, develop the car and fucking get on with it. So, which seemed to be what Leclerc was doing. He was just focused and he, he got the result because of it. You know, he got that third place so um 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. We'll see. So, uh, so I guess in Austria next week, it's going to be, well, this weekend, it's going to be interesting to see if Ferrari have just put that aside. Hopefully they will and they can focus. Vettel's still in the mood about it, it seems to be. He gets very emotional about this stuff. So, well, it seems like he does anyway. So, um, so yeah, we'll see what happens there. But again, maybe not the most exciting race because it's quite a narrow circuit, I think. Is it? I'm pretty sure it is. But anyway, we'll see what happens with that. I'm, I think Hamilton's really good around there. So be prepared for more dominance, which I don't mind seeing, really. So, um, so yes, we will see. Hopefully... Um, Excuse me, I just burped slightly. That was terribly rude. Um, hopefully we'll see Williams um, push themselves a bit. They seem to be getting closer and closer. And they're fighting well with each other. Like They seem to have a nice scrap with each other in the race. And um, Kubica came out on top on this time, which I guess is good for his confidence. So, yeah, and like um, Russell put in a pretty good lap he, in, in qualifying. I don't really talk about that, but he, he finished ahead of a couple of other drivers. Um which was very impressive. So they're showing like they've got potential and they tr- they're figuring the car out. So give it a few more races and then, you know, maybe they can be competing to maybe get out of Q3 and that's where you start. And, you know, so it's, um, yeah, it'd be great to see. So that'd be good. Anyway, um, I have rambled enough. Um, <coughs> I think we will end it there. I was going to have more of a rant about some stuff, but I don't know what I'd fucking rant about, to be honest with you. Um, I'm sure there was some Formula One stuff I was going to rant about. Just people getting bitchy about, oh, you know, them dominating and all this stuff. It's just like, it's just Formula One. It, these things happen. It's like, you can't criticize a team for doing their job well. And, you know, everyone's got the same rules to figure out. And yeah, they've got bigger budgets. But, you know, between Mercedes and Ferrari, I think their budgets are pretty close. And Red Bull's not far off. Renault were the biggest car manufacturer on the fucking planet, so they ain't short of cash. McLaren ain't exactly short of cash. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, it's just the nature of Formula One. It just, um, uh, yeah, I don't know. Anyway, I'm rambling. I don't know what I'm doing. I think I need to eat some chocolate or something. Fuck knows. Watch some TV. (laughs) Chill out a bit. So, yeah, thanks for tuning in. We'll be back. Um, I might do a couple more episodes this week of just some current affairs. There's all sorts of shit going on that I could talk about, actually. So maybe a bit of gadget news. Um, and uh, and some other shit. Some bullshit going on, I'm sure. Uh, cricket happening. Um, England are playing Australia tomorrow. It's going to be very fucking stressful. Um, so... God, it's just becoming too stressful. Fucking hell. <coughs> um, and yeah, anyway, God, I'm rambling. Thanks for tuning in. That was Harmonic Whiskey Tales, uh, podcast at Harmonic Whiskey Tales if you want to get in touch. Um, and um, we will be back very soon. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Bye.